Welcome to the Gavelcast Series 5, Episode 21. This podcast is brought to you by the Alsa Malaysia and Alsa University Uttara Malaysia. This episode is titled Working in Law, Private Practice or In-House Counsel. We hope you guys enjoy the episode. Well, hello and welcome to Gavelcast, everyone. I'm Dana Shakina Binti Dana from Alsa University Uttara Malaysia Local Chapter. Before we start, do allow me to introduce our honorable guest of honor for today, Ms. Yap Siu Yee, the founder and managing partner of Yap Siu Yee & Co. Ms. Yap studied her law degree in Kemayan ATC and took her CLP exam in University Malaya. Ms. Yap was called to Malaysian Bar in 2013, uh, 2003, I'm sorry for that, <laughs> in 2003, and in 2014, she founded her own firm, Yap Siu Yee & Co and her area of expertise is in civil and corporate lit- litigation. Okay, so first of all, thank you, Ms. Yap, for finding your time to take part in mm. today's episode. How are you go- doing today, Ms. Yap? <laughs> I'm okay. This is just like a rehearsal introduction to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, okay. so mm. shall we begin our session for today so you will be following the the questions that you gave me or, yeah. or actually you just want to understand how comfortable i am with the questions yes uh, may i ask how are you how are you going to answer the question are you comfortable yeah. with each the question each of the question i gave you I'm okay with the questions. Uh, it's just that I need to make my, I mean, uh, uh, let you know first, la, make it yeah, clear yeah. first. I have not been in in-house before. Uh. I'm always yeah, in yeah. practice. <laughs> okay, okay. So far, I've never joined in-house. Okay, so, uh, but I believe mm. you, you kind of... Uh, we got friends, know, yeah. Yes, yes. We also got kind of know in- in-house. Their, their job yes. and their area of expertise, is it? Right? Ah, yes, yes, okay. yes, of course. Okay. Uh, just that I myself don't have a personal experience. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> okay. okay. So, but why pick me first in the first place? Maybe I should ask you our questions. Yeah, because <laughs> me, actually it's me and my team. Like we try to find uh, like a very a, a lawyer that a very prominent who, who work in prominent firm and then who has vast mm. experience like you, you, ha- you have been uh, in this area of law since 2003, if I'm not mistaken, right? We, we, uh, we read your LinkedIn profile. 17 years only, very yeah. young. <laughs> no, it's, it's very young. <laughs> it's very long run, I, I should say that. <laughs> oh, I see, yeah. I see. Yeah. Mm, you are a student still, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm in my third year now. <laughs> oh, yeah. the third year will be the final, not final. final. Fourth year will be the final, yeah, right? Fourth year will be the final. Yeah, yeah. I see. I see. Your oh, team good. is also about your age, three, four years. Yeah, yeah. In, in I mean, three, in, four, in, in yeah, the yeah. studies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I so, see. Oh, so. but there are many firms. Uh, they are more prominent, and their lawyers they are more senior than me, lah. So I was just wondering, uh, how come I was becoming one of the candidates? <laughs> In your list, la. but yeah. I'm okay. I just feel like giving a try as I told you. La. Mm. Okay. Okay. But we are very honored to have you today. Oh, <laughs> me too. Same here. Okay. So, shall we begin mm. our session today? Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. Working in law, do you wish to work in private practice or in house counsel? In today's episode, Miss Yap is here today to share her opinion and insights in this matter. 
without further ado, let me start with the first question. Uh, so, Ms. Yap, can you explain to us briefly the differences between working in private practice and working as an in-house counsel as in general? Hmm. As I told you before, Dina, right, I do not have personal experience working as an in-house counsel, but in general, uh, in general, I, I'm able to tell you that the vast difference between one working in a private practice and the other one working as an in-house counsel is that you don't have the right of audience when you work as an in-house counsel. You know, you still remember what is the right of audience, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes. The, uh, the right to attend court so, yeah. as a lawyer, represent mm -hmm. a client in court. And for in-house lawyer, don't have to renew your license. Uh, you have your practicing certificate. Oh. Once you completed uh, your chambering, you will uh, 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 gone through a, a ceremony called long call ceremony where the court were granted the order for you to be accepted, like admitted as a, we'll call it advocate and solicitor, mm -hmm. lawyer. Yeah. Okay. So let me then ask. After that. Mm -mm, yeah. Yes. So let me ask this. Uh, if mm. we want to, to, to practice, not practice, if you want to do mm. an in-house counsel, do we need to mm. go for chambering first or can we just assign and go to the firm and do, uh, and do the in-house counsel? It depends on the company's requirements. Oh. So uh, it's not necessarily you need uh, uh, experience because some of the dropouts of some of those who didn't pass their exams, didn't qualify to chamber, uh, they are below certain requirements. Sometimes they just join in-house team directly. Uh, but depends on the criteria the company set. Lah. Different companies have different criteria. Of course, if you are going to a big corporate firms, they, they need you to at least have some experience there. Lah. Uh, so I think the most the difference that I observe is definitely that uh, for us we are we call ourselves lawyer when I in practice, but when you are in house counsel to me like, I mean more to me is that like you are not a lawyer because you don't hold a license, you don't hold a practicing certificate, uh, and then you you lost your because of that you lost your right of audience that means you lost your right to represent a client in court. Uh, and then, uh, and because of the fact that you don't hold a practicing license, to me, you're just a corporate worker. Lah. It's the worker <laughs> in the firm. You're employee tied up to the company. That's yeah, it. as uh, an employee for the company. Mm -hmm. okay. Actually, many, many laypersons don't know that yeah. they thought lawyers, in-house lawyers also like us, that we have the license to practice. Actually, yes. no. Yes, mm. Yes. Mm. Okay, so... So for the next question is that if one, if uh, as a law student or fresh graduate, mm. uh, if he or she intends to become an in-house counsel, can someone mm. who has not much experience to work as an in-house counsel, just like you said just now, we can, mm. uh, we can do if we don't have many experience and it depends on the company. Uh, for example, if a fresh law graduate wishes mm. to become an in-house counsel, is it possible for them to become an in-house counsel without any experience of practicing lawyer, uh, practicing law as yeah. lawyer or yeah? Mm. As I told you just now, it's possible. It depends on the criteria set by the individual company. But if you ask me, it's not advisable. It's not. I won't encourage lah because you need to have certain experience, you know, to sit as a legal in-house to ex uh, to advise at least to advise the company. Just give you an example. For example, uh, tenancy. There's a tenancy agreement uh, that the company would need to sign with certain, you know, companies like landlord. 
without any experience, you know, in looking at how a draft tenancy like, how to wet it and what are the general terms and conditions, it's very hard for you to advise a company, you know, what are the terms that you should not agree or what are the terms you should agree, things like that. Yes, as simple yes, as a uh, tenancy agreement. Ooh, yeah, yes, so yes, I yeah. always encourage you all to, I mean, I mean, encourage the young lawyers before you go in-house, at least have some real practice experience. Yes, yes. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. We need that skills to advise your employer of your, of your yes. company first. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, as you said just now, we can do in-house counsel and but it is uh, it is advisable for us to do Correct. some practice first before we go for in-house counsel. But if we mm. if we intend to become an in-house counsel, do we mm. get to choose our area of expertise? Just like you, you you specialize in civil and corporate litigation. Actually, I won't call myself like a specializing in civil or corporate because it's a very you know a uh, uh, general area. Yeah, so yeah. under civil or to me, non-criminal is civil already. To me, anything that I do with company is corporate litigation. Yeah, yeah so it's quite a, a big area. So unless you categorize it like I'm doing shipping or I'm doing like just construction, then it, you, you can call it specialization. Mm. But for, for me, if you're, you plan to go in-house, it depends on the company you are working at. So if the companies you are working at is a shipping company, you're your expertise in shipping like, when you're in practice definitely help you. But uh, hardly we have companies like that. Like. So mm. it would be a very niche profession if you're going into that. So if I just mm. give you an example, like tenancy agreement, it could yes, be tenancy yes. agreement. As simple as that, it's like all, uh, you know, all sorts of companies will need that kind of like uh, mm. advice like, in certain point of time. So to me, uh, no need to be so, I mean, so rushed to choose an area, a specific area to practice. Have a general knowledge overall of everything, a bit of everything first. Mm. Because you also may not know what are the things that you like to do unless yes, you yes. try it out. You try you know, it, uh, it you, in general, yes. It. Yes, mm. it won't be wasted, no worries. Whatever you learn, it become part of you, then you can carry to whichever industry you're working yes. So I always tell the, the, the young lawyers, the colleagues, like my young colleagues that no need to rush, you know, I want to do corporate or I want to do mm. litigate, I mean, uh, divorce or family. No need to rush to specialize, learn everything first. Mm. Uh, get as much as exposure. The exposure is more important. Yes, yes. Because that I, will help you. Uh, that will help I believe you. I, I have same my as the young lawyer, just like you said just now, because we really <laughs> want to do criminal only and we don't take civil, just like, you know, we have that kind of mind that we need to expertise in one area only. <laughs> okay, so criminal for the, is also a big area. Yeah, criminal yeah. is also a big area. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so for the next question is that, uh, but you have briefly explained just now from to us. Uh, but mm. can I ask in details maybe what are the oh. job scope and the differences job scope between in-house counsel and private law practitioner based on your experience as a practicing mm. lawyer? Job scope. Uh, for us, practitioner lawyer, let's say if you practice litigation, right, you got to deal with clients, I mean, interview clients, you know, analyze the file from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Until you go to court and update client, until you conclude a case, like to me, your experience is like uh, uh, A to Z. Mm. But for in-house counsel, uh, it depends also on the position. If you are the leader of the team of the legal team, then you got to you know uh, negotiate with the outsiders, lah, uh, mm. or 
uh, or you know, go with the directors to see you know whichever persons. Then you advise the directors accordingly. But if you are the junior one, usually you are maybe doing research, drafting opinions, uh, or or just writing or drafting certain letters. Sometimes mm-hmm. the it depends. Really depends on the company. Sometimes the work can be like one leg kick for an in-house counsel because they may not have somebody. The English drafting skill are not as good as your us lah that are legally qualified or have gone through legal training, so they can you know let them just do certain letters like drafting this letter out. Mm-hmm. It's just not non legal, but just drafting letter. Ah, uh, so I believe the job scope is again. I say is depends on the company. On the company. The, the, the company. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. So, I think ah uh, that's the four the four question is enough to explain to us what are the differences between <laughs> in house counsel and practicing as a practicing lawyer. So lastly, mm. as a lawyer who has been practicing law since two thousand three, I must say this two thousand three. Can we have mm. your opinion or your words of encouragement for our law graduates or mm. maybe our young lawyers who wish to become a private practicing lawyer? Or in-house counsel, do you ha- do you encourage one to practice law, or do you encourage one to do in-house counsel? <laughs> okay, the first part of the question, right? Words of encouragement for law graduates. That one, uh, I'll answer this part first, lah. Yeah. Uh, always go practice first. Enjoy, you know, have a feel of how practice is first. Always, and if you ask me, what area to go to, litigation first. When your skin is still thick, <laughs> do litigation first. Litigation is a very good experience that you need to have, lah. Uh, for example, like public speaking, all that. Uh, you will learn it. You will master it during your uh litigation time. And because litigation, you are facing your judges, the opponents. These are people's, you know, they will challenge you more often. So it's a good training for you, lah, as a start. Mm, before you want to go in house, at least a few years. You know, mm. to to learn what is practice. Okay, come to whether you encourage one to practice law in private practice or to work as an in-house counsel. That one, uh, I think is quite individual. So I would not encourage you to just practice law. You know, but not going. You know, uh, one another because it depends on your character. Certain individual, uh, they just don't enjoy. You know, a speaking in public or they don't enjoy the life of litigation. They don't like <laughs> to go to court. Yeah. Uh, Then, then certain law, uh, certain individual they don't like to do commencing papers work day in day out. Yes, drafting all that. So it really depends. Uh, in house counsel, you can skip, you can miss the courts part lah. But you have a lot of paperwork to write, and then maybe you can work together with big corporations, you know, or big corporate figures. So uh, it really depends on your own character. Uh, of course, the difference between uh, in-house counsel, I would sorry, uh, I just bring it here. Ah, uh. the in-house counsel is like the employee, as I said. So it's very much subject to uh, what kind of job scope the empl- the employer are giving you, and you have a few maybe layers of reporting. Ah, uh, a lot of reportings to to do. But for us, private practice, not many reporting lah. Like only clients to your senior and the boss. That's all. Yeah, only on the nature of the file, but mm. for in-house a lot more. If you are doing like ISO compliance or that, you you have a lot of reportings to do, and you are work to you are going to work together with the experts like like tax agents or accountants, things like that. Ah, mm. uh, and then most of the things that in-house counsel cannot counts uh, cannot handle or cannot cope, they will look for, uh, outsource like I mean our 
lawyers in practice who are actually experienced in that area. Lor. So it really, really depends on the individual, I would say. I would not encourage you to do a, a private practice if you don't enjoy it. So it depends on what you like. After, after you have tried lah, all this, yeah, yeah. after you try yeah. your, uh, you get your experience in, in, in private practice. Lah. Mm. Yes, I believe we need to practice first mm. and enjoy and try everything first. And yes. then you should, yes. then you, you decide on yourself whether to do practicing lawyer or do you, you do the in-house counsel. <laughs> yeah, private practice to in-house counsel is a bit difficult. There'll be a culture shock. If you're a litigation lawyer, you always travel to court or, or whichever. Your time could be something like flexible. But you work in in-house, it will be 9 to 5 job. Mm. So sometimes you will have a counter shock. Um, but I would say private practice to in-house counsel is easier than in-house back to practice. Okay. Because I, you I, I think uh, you already uh, you know, uh, had the habit or used to work in a, like an office 9 to 5 mm. and you want to come back to court. Uh, it's a bit difficult. You have to look at the judge's face again. Have to, you know, uh, face your opponent's challenge orders. It's a bit difficult to me. Uh, the change would be more challenging, challenging. compared to uh, compared to private practice than to in-house. In-house. So, uh, yes, because in-house comeback is a bit difficult. Like if you have no experience before, or even if you have a gap in between. Let's say after three years in-house, you want to come back to practice. You you still have to go back. You know, like uh, from day one, you have to start from beginning. Uh, because the court changes, the, the laws changes, the practice changes. Yeah. Okay, mm. that's great. And I believe that mm. that is the, the end of our Gavelcast episode for today. Once again, I would like to express my gratitude to Miss Yap for, uh, for spending your time with me today and with our young, uh, young students, young law students and young lawyers and sharing <laughs> such valuable insights to us today. And we tru I truly hope that we can cross paths uh, again someday but until then uh, we hope that you are staying safe and looking out for each other in these difficult times so once again thank you everyone thank, thank you, you thank you so much thank you for listening to the Gablecast this podcast has been brought to you by AUSA Malaysia and AUSA University Uttara Malaysia if you love the Gablecast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on any podcast platforms. For more info about AUSA Malaysia, do check us out at AUSAMalaysia.com. And don't forget to catch our next episode.